Hey guys, quick note before the show starts, we do want to give you a quick update that we will not be doing a show next week. There's a lot of shit going on. Shuddy Boy has some parenting uh, obligations that he has to take care of. Jeff's got stuff with his new work schedule and with everything being crazy recently on all three of our accounts, we just can't make the schedules align to bring you a show. We very, very, very rarely do this. But unfortunately, we have to take a week off. We hope you guys are cool with it. Here comes some fun poop and fart jokes. Hey, this is Curtis Armstrong, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour. friends welcome back to another episode of mad scientist party hour my name is kevin Kraft, joined once again by a man who is completely nude from the waist down and is currently throwing donuts at the end of his boner that's jeff clark what's up donor boner ring toss and Beaming to us from the side of the zipper, the bearded booger-eating carny known as Shuddy Boy. I'm trying to figure out how Jeff could play boner ring toss because his penis is so small that even if he got the donut on, it would just slide off. That's not true. I could hold a whole, I could hold several donuts on my boner. Well, you see what you would have to do, Shuddy, is take out a magnifying glass. Wait a second. And I thought peek we down. Were, I thought we had a plan for the main episode. This doesn't feel like it was part of the plan. <laughs> Why couldn't we put this in the Easter egg or something? So you look through the magnifying glass down the hole of the donut and try to look for Jeff's little penis, but you can only do this indoors because if the sun hits the magnifying glass, it'll, it'll burn it right off like a skin tag. <laughs> I'm gonna get I'm gonna get you guys. I'm gonna get you guys back in this episode. I'm gonna I figure think it out. when you said donut, you meant a Cheerio, didn't you? <laughs> Man, shuddy has got your fucking number today, Jeff. My penis is offended. Uh, <laughs> now that we're done making fun of Jeff's micro penis, um, I do have some bad news to share with nine of the Puminati. You can change uh, your filthy animal. And I have I have pretty much the same news to share with like six or seven, maybe eight of the Puminati. So uh, whatever Shuddy's about to say goes as well for me. Shuddy, go ahead and tell him. Uh, due to con- time constraints and other factors, the PUFL is uh, going on an indefinite hiatus. There will be Puff no... PUFL too, as well. Uh so, yeah, just wanted to get that out there and let everybody know uh, there will be no PUFL or PUFL2 this year. These goddamn motherfuckers. Yeah, I feel bad about it. So I'm yep. sorry, but... I've been crying all day about it. Kevin, everyone knows that you hate fantasy football. You don't even try to hide it. You can't be a fucking team player about anything. You sackless piece of shit. I was a team player. He put in several good years of fantasy football with us. You get off his back. I kind of thought maybe it would lend some funny content for the show and maybe some like shit talking. And no, 
just a huge I, how fucking... can you say it didn't lead to funny content on the show when you had teams that were either really good and then epically shit the bed or just shit the bed from the jump i don't Nah, not worth Thing not is, worth the time time suck that is final that fantasy is football that is fair that is fair Let's be real. How much time do you fucking put into it, knowing your shitty ass record? I mean, come on. Too much. No, because I. You know what I loved? I loved the doing the draft every year, and then like everybody being like, "Oh, that's actually a really good fucking team." Whoa, look what you did! And then the cute little Yahoo fantasy sports bullshit being like, "We have graded your team in A minus. We predict you will be in first place this year." And then they all fucking suck dick. Everybody shits their goddamn pants, and I lose. Yeah. You wonder why it's so hard for me to gamble on this shit, huh? Yeah. It's, it's almost like sports are stupid. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but it's tough. I'll tell you that. Well, Jesus Christ. It's because we're backlogged on punishments. We still got to get you an Oscar punishment, and the best thing that could have came from the whole fantasy football experiment would be punishments for the losers because every now and then you'll see an epic one at the end of someone's fantasy football league that goes viral. The, the, the most obvious one being the Waffle House one. Have you, have you, you've heard about that punishment, Kevin? Yeah. And like for so, every waffle the dude ate, it took an hour off of his, his sentence or something like that. Yeah. He had to spend 24 hours in a Waffle House and he can get the sentence reduced by an hour for every waffle he eats. That sounds like the reward for the winner. Everybody know, likes to man. shit on Waffle House, but... Waffle think... House's food is delicious, but at some point, how many waffles could you really eat to get out of there? Well, that's true, and they're also really dangerous, so spending 24 hours in a Waffle House just like is exposes you to, to many hazards, like stabbings and shootings and blackout drunk fights. I just don't think... Like, I think the people that get roughed up at a Waffle House kind of had it coming to them. And it was either going to happen later that night somewhere else or and it just popped off in the Waffle House because the, the lights were on. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I, I, think... I, know, I know what goes down at Waffle Houses. So when I'm in them, the few times that I actually am, am blessed with the good graces to be inside of a Waffle House, I'm just overly polite to everybody so they don't whip my ass. Like when the waitress brings me my food, I, I just like bow to her and I'm like, thank you, madam. I I greatly appreciate this gift you have bestowed upon me. Yeah, I don't know how many like innocent bystanders are catching a stray though. I although there are some fucking real like Donnie Brooks in the in the Waffle House. So every now and then oh I'm God. sure like someone gets hit with a fucking chair that was misthrown or errantly thrown. Yeah, so, they just wanted I some delicious you. waffles. They caught a concussion. But but that's that's part of it. Like that's part of the well. Hopefully that doesn't happen when you're in there. I mean, you Shouldn't hit me with an fantasy. You hit me with an idea for an Oscar punishment of like some dude was in the news for putting a, uh, an Oreo d- dipped in hot sauce in his fucking ass crack, and he had to run. And if it fell out, he had to eat it. And I was like, "All right, well, where are we finding a place where I won't get arrested for streaking?" And you were like, "Whoa, oh, oh no, you're forty. You can't be doing that shit." All right, you you are such a cocksucker. I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to like help you out, and I'm telling you that person to person, man to man, so you wouldn't put it on the fucking main episode. But now here we are. I got to defend myself from trying to take 
like trying to talk you out of shoving Oreos in your ass. Like, <laughs> if that's the position you're going to put me in, all right, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, let's shove yeah, Oreos. You're definitely you- the asshole for ta- trying to talk him out of that, Jeff. <laughs> I threw an idea. I texted him an idea. We know how much Kevin loves a text. Texted him, excuse me, I texted him an article. And then the joke that I texted him was, this is going to be your Oscar punishment. Mm-hmm. And Kevin, like a warrior that he is, is just like, all right, name the place and time. It's like, wait, dude, I don't want to watch it. Dude. I called, I I called your gay bluff. Yeah, yeah you, you already had your Oreos, and those Oreos in your ass and you're ready to go. Like, all right, check step one complete. Where, where do you want me to run? Yeah. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is just because of the fact that I'm 40, I mean, Carl begs to differ, but I don't think I have to change my behavior in the slightest. I, I might go to, I'm going to bed a little bit earlier, but I'll still shove things up my ass. I have no shame. I'm a so fucking I degenerate. Said, I don't know if this came is coming up in Shuddy's news. We're, you're gonna have to find another article, but I found an article of this Mississippi football team, the seniors hazing the freshmen by having them dip hot sauce or having them dip Oreos in a hot sauce, shove them up their ass, and, like, run a 40. <laughs> and that's – I sent that to Kevin. was like, this should be your Oscar punishment. That sounds right on brand for us. Yeah. <laughs> right, it does. The but... only thing is, knowing my luck, I'll pay the piper and then get busted. And they're like, actually, this was within a school zone, and I know it's midnight, <laughs> but you're now a sex offender. Like, no! I just lost Final Fantasy football. So they had to be naked when they ran? Well, yeah, because the Oreo has to be able to fall out of your ass, and if it does, you have to eat it. Oh. <laughs> oh I forgot about that part. I did that, yeah, that part was definitely left out. Yeah, I forgot about that part. Yeah, you read the whole article. Oh, well yeah. done. You... <laughs> yeah. um, it's fucking high school kids. I feel like we could find a place. You muted yourself, Shuddy. That was an accident. Uh, I find, feel like we could find a place that you could do it without fear of criminal charges. Yeah, you can. You can. I'll you just can do laps in my sh- apartment. You can go on the strand down by my place uh, on the beach. Have a straight runway for you. Or I could just do the whole length of Poop Slime Alley. Apparently. The Los Anything Ang- goes. Yeah, LAPD has designated Poop Slime Alley as like international waters. Like, I I'm not I'm not bullshitting you. I walked into Poop Slime Alley, and this guy that looked like Charles Manson but crazier, with like really <laughs> wild scraggly hair, big giant beard all over the place, was in butt naked, wearing a robe, not in the correct way, and just flailing his arms all over the place. And he must have been on PA, or, um, uh, PCP because he was gripping handfuls of the robe and ripping them off. Like, not like when, when Hulk Hogan like pre-rips his t-shirts and tears them off. This guy was grabbing sections of fabric independent of seams and collars and whatnot and tearing them off. And I was like, I have to run. If this guy gets a hold of my flesh, it's like a zombie bite. So I did. Yeah, I ran. You really, you really had a, a homeless zombie. Yeah. I literally walked outside the door, and that guy was right there ripping a robe to shreds with his cock and ass out. Right. 
So, so yeah, I mean, if you shove Oreos up your ass and run down the, the alleyway, it's going to be like, it's not going to be the biggest or the worst thing the cops saw in that alleyway that day. Yeah, because the cops see nothing there. They 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 know to avoid it. It's like gangland. Yeah, yeah, it's like Compton. Yeah, <laughs> like Sign Alley is like Compton. If they find out you've been talking to in, internal affairs, they make they make that your patrol. Excuse me, I almost just barfed in my own mouth. That was nice. So, quick update. Uh, turns out last week when I was talking about my voice being all fried. And then for the Patreon listeners, when I tried to do the Macho Man intro and my voice shit out like three words in, uh, turns out that was COVID. I had fucking COVID. <laughs> Again. Yeah. For the second time. You were, you were te- testing as you were coughing, right? And then you did, you did test negative. Yeah. I tested myself. I tested myself on MSPH Monday. Um, like I... So the, the timeline went, I did stand-up on Tuesday. Wednesday, I did the show with Ellis and the gang. And that night, I went and saw Municipal Waste and At the Gates. Thursday, woke up, um, a little bit hungover. I still reeked like beer. And I had to go to the dermatologist because um, they're pretty sure I have skin cancer on my nose. And then, like, that day started the whole, <clears throat> <clears throat> like, hoo-hoo, like, constant clearing on my throat, a little bit of a headache, and I was like, oh, shit. So, tested myself, negative. Tested myself on Friday, negative. Um, Carl comes over for the weekend. I, you know, kept her informed of what was going on, like, hey... Coughing a little bit, got a little bit of congestion, been testing myself, keeps coming up negative. She's like, all right, cool, I'll be over. Monday, she Close leaves. Rider. I'm fucking coughing again, like I was coughing over the weekend, coughing on Monday, test myself, negative. Tuesday comes around, I get up to, to go to Ellis's house, and, you know, I do my whole routine, made myself my fucking athletic greens drink, made myself a peanut butter and jelly to eat between shows. Got dressed, fucking did my whole shit, and then started coughing. And I was like, you know what? I'd rather be safe than sorry. I don't want to go and give it to those guys. Tested myself, and the teensiest little faint line shows up. And I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. So, of course, I text my sister, who's a nurse, and I'm like, hey, got a weird thing. I started getting symptoms on Thursday. Tested negative all the way to Tuesday. How long do I have to quarantine for? And she was like, well, the current thing is five days from when symptoms occur. But you tested negative for five days and then tested positive. So I don't know what to tell your goofy ass. Do you think that maybe the first couple of days were unrelated? And then you got the COVID from the municipal waste show and that's why it didn't show positive until Tuesday? It's definitely a possibility but that seems like something ke- very kevin crafty in it did to it, have like a sinus infection and then just as that's ending you test positive for covid yeah but the symptoms never changed the whole time like it never I got worse or better 
you contaminated the municipal waste concert and you brought the COVID in. And so I got COVID at stand-up and then went to yeah. municipal waste and gave it to everybody there? All right, so who yeah. gave it to you at the dime bar? I don't know. Because it was there. Out. Let's start, start naming suspects. Let's turn this into our own knives out. Well, nobody, nobody we know of has tested positive, so it had to have yeah. been a stranger. They just haven't admitted to it. Maybe. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. think we can rule any of them out. I think you can rule me and Cheech out. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Either way, yeah. Fucking round two of COVID. Fuck me. You beat it. Maybe you can work in your next stand-up set. You're two and zero versus COVID. Although that's not very impressive. I don't know. Yeah, you don't want to brag about that. It's not very funny because you know maybe someone in the crowd they know. That was the one joke in a stand-up set that really didn't get many laughs. <laughs> the COVID joke. Yeah. No. <laughs> we're not. We're not ready to laugh about it yet. It's still kind of. Well, it's also the fact fresh. that he's like, I got it at my dad's funeral. <laughs> I wanted to start dark. dark. I wanted to start dark. I wanted to. I want to keep these motherfuckers on their toes when they come to see me. (laughs) I did pass. I did run that by a couple of people. I was like, "Is that too fucked up? Is that too dark?" And the feedback I got was like, "No, I thought it was awesome." And you might want to like re re edify and be like, "I'm actually not making that up. I did get COVID at my dad's funeral." I laughed. I really laughed. Yeah, I mean. We have a fucked up sense of humor. I want I want to tell jokes for people that have fucked up sense of humor. I laugh at every bad thing that happens to you. Yeah. Because <laughs> if what people aren't laughing, then it's just rolling. bad things happening to me, and that sucks. <laughs> well, yeah. We don't want to talk about that situation. Yeah. Let's just keep it lighthearted. But yeah, I mean, we kept busy, you know? We still cranked out Crafter Jeff, banked a whole bunch of shit for Patreon. Um, I watched I watched a shitload of movies too. Yeah, you probably have a ton to review, huh? Yeah, but nothing new. I just watched. I did the the ultimate bitch ass COVID move, and I watched Contagion while infected with COVID. <laughs> I've got a TV show to review that I think you'll both enjoy very much. Oh. Ah. Uh, and then I did start watching a movie at bedtime, but need to pick it back up. What movie? <laughs> the 36th Chambers of Shaolin. Oh. What's that on? It's on Prime? It sure is, buddy. Yeah, I got that on my watch list. I'm definitely going to watch that before we go see Wu-Tang. I, uh, that's exactly why I've, I went on a book buying spree this past oh. week. Fancy As ass you shutty. Can see, I've got You God's memoir. <laughs> you Ray God's memoir. Nice. Who's then it? I have Who's is Raw? That's You God. Oh, okay. Um, and then I have I have the Wu manual by Riza, the Tao of Wu by Riza. And I also got Action Bronson's book. Are these all like autobiographies, or is like Wu, is, is the is the one of the RZA books like self help? The the Tao of Wu, I think, is a sort yeah. of like a not self help, but a 
Does he give any relationship advice? Well, I haven't gotten into it yet. I'm also I also bought a, a, a book by Questlove. I bought the Beastie Boys book is also back here. Great. Is now so are all your help um, uh, He Man toys feeling neglected now that you're obsessively purchasing books? He's Listen, gonna change into a, it's so, gonna be a big ass bookshelf behind yeah, him. Skeletor's like, what happened to me, Shetty Boy? Okay, so what happened was we went shopping on Thursday and stopped at a Barnes and Noble and I started finding all these books that looked cool to read. And who's we? Me, Sharon, and Michaela. I was with responsible adults. I didn't know if you, you and Dom get a little weird. I don't know what you're looking for in the bookstore. I had um, supervision. And I was looking them up on Amazon, and they were all significantly less expensive. So I just ordered them all on Amazon. Oh, wow. For, While in the store? Because I've done that at Target a bunch of times. It was Barnes like, & Noble. I wasn't at a little mom-and-pop bookstore. Like It was also a big corporation, evil corporation. So I don't... I'm not passing. But when Action Bronson's book is $27 at Barnes and Noble and $10 and 47 cents on Amazon. No deal. There's really no like, yeah, I'll read this book uh, and I'll order it from Amazon. So, yeah, I mean, I've read I've read a couple recent biographies, autobiographies like um, Seth Rogen's got actually really good one called Yearbook. Which was cool. He's got like behind the scenes stories of making um, uh, Green Hornet, and talked about when he approached Nick Cage because Nick Cage wanted to be the the villain in it. Yeah, and he was like, he invited Seth Rogen over to his house to pitch ideas, and he he was like, "Look, what I want to do is, I think I'd be a a white guy with with dreads from the Caribbean," and they were just like, um. Yeah. And then when they went to the studio, like, yeah, that is absolutely 100% not happening. And then Seth Rogen was like, wait a second. Did he just watch um, True Romance? He must have. (laughs) Yeah. He was like, I think I figured it out. I think Nick Cage just watched True Romance, saw Gary Oldman as a white guy with dreads doing a Caribbean accent and was like, I want to do that in a movie. What did he say? It must be crazy white boy day. Isn't that what Gary Oldman said about uh, <laughs> once his face Christian Slater came rolling through? Oh, it must be crazy white boy day. And well, we talked I finished about that Age of Cage book, and it's funny. It does talk about. It does mention in a in a little aside about that whole interaction about how he wanted to play the bad guy in Green Hornet as a dreaded out white guy with a Caribbean accent. Yeah. And the book was super interesting because it made it he had there's quotes in there from saying he's like, I'm just trying to push the envelope. And that's why I act the way I do sometimes. Look, the guy's a fucking genius. All right. You can't you can't question his motive. The guy's got a plan yeah. and it's clearly working. Although I did watch some Nicolas Cage movies while I was locked up. What did you watch? I did a back to back double feature of Season of the Witch and pay the ghost. Yeah. To just impossibly unremarkable movies. As, are they both on Netflix or one of them? I thought I saw pay, Payment of the Ghost. Is that what it's called? Pay, pay the Ghost. 
pay the ghost. I thought I saw that on Netflix. That I, I watched on Prime. Maybe and Prime. Season of the Witch I watched on the cock. But so can you give I, quick, quick dick ratings? 100% uh, plan to watch every Nicolas Cage movie ever. Ever made. Ever made. And so I have both of those on my watch list. So looking at my Letterboxd statistics, I have watched 61 Nicolas Cage movies, and I'm only at 52% of his filmography. Yeah, it's vast. But Letterboxd also does include like bullshit in there that I don't count, like shorts. There's a three-minute short called Dear Diary, World's First Pranks. It's a fucking three-minute mo- like short about the, the Crudes, the caveman CG movie that he was in. That doesn't count as a Nick Cage movie. And then there's like documentaries that he appeared in or something, which I don't count those either. You're not counting the Crudes? No, I, I count both Crudes movies, which I've seen both of, but not a short based on it called The Crudes Dear Diary, World's First Pranks. It's a three-minute thing. That's not a fucking movie. Movies aren't three minutes. It's a short watch, Kevin. I thought you were a completionist. With, with movies. I'm not going for this bullshit. shit is what you are. Well, I just upgraded myself to uh, Letterboxd D Pro. How do that's I find That's not how promotions stats? work. That's a, that's a wise move, Shetty. Um, oh, you pay, you're paying for it? I just did. Shetty. You got real fuck you money, huh? May I suggest... Watching the Nick Cage film, and also to any of anyone in the Puminati listening to this. Um, oh my God, where did it go? How deep into his filmography is this fucking goofy ass movie? Uh, uh, it's an early one. It's got fellow Coppolas in it. It's beanbags. All right, you guys, I need help spinning my tires real quick. I can't find it. Deadfall. Deadfall. You have to watch Deadfall. It's one of the most insane fucking things I've ever seen. I Already on my watch list. Make that the next one you watch. I actually purchased it on Amazon Prime for like $3. And I'm, I'm 10 minutes in, I was like, I, I'm not regretting this at all. I only rated it a half a dick, but that's only because it's a steaming pile of shit. But, oh, my God, is it fun to watch. I want to watch the... Um, the. I have to find it, the name of it. It's his attempt at a Top Gun movie. Oh, are you talking about USS Indianapolis, Men of Courage? No, I'm talking about Firebirds, where he's a hot shot uh, rebel, like... Defying the rules, Apache helicopter pilot. It's oh literally like top. Uh, <laughs> Stop gun a helicopter. Yep, that's exactly from 1990. What's it called again? Fire birds. Two words. Wait, it's set in 1990, or that's when the movie came out. That's when the movie came out. It takes place in that ah. same time frame. Gotcha. So both. And yeah, he's flying Apache helicopters against drug cartels. Oh, with Tommy Lee Jones. Whoa, wait a second. Ah. 
That's interesting. Got a, quite a cast there. I yeah. don't know, man. I, I'm just looking forward to National Treasure Three coming out. Hopefully, that's going to have Nick Cage as well. You're fucking better. Hey, weren't you were when we were doing the Easter egg, Jeff? You were talking about like some sort of snack hot takes you had for us or something. He just gave he gave it to us the buffalo wings. Yeah, but I thought Wingstop. you had another one. I had one more. It's not even really a hot take, but it is kind of in my household. So. We have a couple delivery ice cream options, one of them being afters, which I've talked about a lot. They do the milky buns, which are donuts with ice cream stuffed in between, but they also just have bomb-ass scoops of ice cream. Kind of like Jenny's, kind of like salt and straw. I would say it's like in between. I think salt and straw is like obviously better than Jenny's. Not even trying to be mean to Jenny. Jenny's is fucking bomb. Wow. And I think afters is probably in between both of them, if not closer to salt and straw. I'm not trying to shit on Jenny's. No, you're a big Jenny's guy, Kevin, but I don't know. Salt and straw is one of the better ice cream shops I've ever been to. Anyways. So Bill likes after so much. And the other option that we have is cold stone creamery. Have you been to a cold stone creamery? I have. Why are you laughing like that? Cause it's, it's, it's not it's, a, it's almost like you you were just like, guys, I found this website that has really good deals on things. It's called Amazon.com. You could buy you're, like you, anything there. You're a real cocksucker. <laughs> this is a worldwide podcast, Kevin. All right. Not everyone's been to fucking Cold Stone Creamery. I don't know how many different ice cream shops you've been to. It's not a ridiculous question. Ke- Shuddy, I... Is there a Cold Stone Creamery near you? I wouldn't be surprised if there wasn't. There wasn't a Cold Stone Creamery. There used to be. They've closed, but there were, yes. I've, I'm familiar with Cold Stone Creamery. You guys, you guys ever heard of Dairy Queen? God, you are such a bitch. <laughs> no. Cold Stone Creamery. Dairy Queen is a lot more nationwide than Cold Stone Creamery. You guys ever heard of Friendlies? <laughs> <laughs> they got this new Bullshit. adventure out. It's called Iced Cream. The first time that I ever saw a Cold Stone Creamery was at co- was in college. So I went a whole 18, 18 years without seeing Cold Stone Creamery. And I don't even remember. Like The only two locations that I know of that I can remember is the one on Utopia Parkway in Queens. And then the one by the on the Pike uh, in Long Beach. I, I know there's much more and I've seen a much more. But I don't know. It's not that ridiculous. Of a question. God damn it, Kevin, you derailed my whole fucking thing. <laughs> Anyways, so, so Bill is banned. He's banned Cold Stone Creamery. He doesn't like it that much to where he doesn't even want It's not even in the rotation. Even a birthday cake well, remix? No, nothing. Like, he's he's over it. Like, yeah. If we. I'm not buying we, it. Like, dude. I think he's doing like, it to be a contrarian. The the deal I was trying to negotiate was like if we get afters nine times on the tenth time, or if we get ice cream ten times, nine of them afters on the tenth, could we get cold stone? He's like, no, nah, I quit cold stone. Like, what the fuck? Okay, so there are a few things that cold stone does that's annoying, and I haven't been in a while because, like, I'm I'm trying to like watch my weight and and have a better diet. It's it's a fight I'm losing, but when I do say, like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care. I need ice cream. The gods be damned. 
I'm eating, I'm eating uh, salt and straw. There's there's one kind kind of near me, and oh my god, I'm gonna barf all over myself in Studio City, and it's. I mean, I think it's only a Southern California thing, which, if true, is is truly disheartening because the world, the world needs salt and straw ice cream. It's fucking. It has to be tasted to be believed how good it actually is, and like cold stones on every corner. So, I know, but like I can't. If I'm gonna do it, I can't. I don't hate cold stone. It's just it doesn't hold a candle to fucking salt and straw. But when the the time was that I only knew about like Baskin Robbins and shit, Cold Stone. I remember my first time going to Cold Stone. Me and my homies used to get really really stoned and go get birthday cake remix, and we thought it was the most novel thing in the world that they had jars of toppings and they would use those little scoopers to mix shit into the ice cream, completely forgetting that Ben and Jerry's had been doing the same thing for an eternity. Dude. Ben and Jerry's, a Ben and Jerry's ice cream parlor might be the goat. I take all that, everything that I said back about salt and straw. I, I, no, fuck ben that. and Jerry's. Fuck that. Oh, man, dude. That shit is so good. I'm trying to find what I got last night. Oh, from Stone. I just realized I, t- I just talked myself into tornado. The point I was trying to make, one of the things that I hate about Cold Stone is if you tip them, they'll like sing or some shit. Do they still do that? Probably, but again, we ordered takeout. I haven't been in a cold. I've I, the last five times I've been in Cold Stone, or I've gotten Cold Stones, all been takeout. You don't like that, that you don't like watching weird. them mix it in with the paddles. No, because they might break into a fucking song, and I'm not trying to. See, <laughs> like I've never been to Johnny Rockets. I've ordered, I've ordered Johnny Rockets takeout a bunch because I don't want to see them sing and dance. I feel bad for the people doing that. Um, but I got a. Uh, it's a happy 35th anniversary Super Mario Brothers, and it was the Super Mario Brother, a uh, Mario Super Birthday Blast. It has cake batter ice cream with yellow cake, bright blue frosting, and star sprinkles, and it was pretty bomb. Oh, I, I and I love like birthday cake flavored desserts, and it feels like Cold Stone, like effectively like cornered that market so when you order a super mario treat from cold stone do you get any like a limited edition spoon or cup no it comes in a it comes in a mario cup but i I didn't i didn't like save it no you could you know but it is a plastic cup i don't know how i i don't know but you know i my brain doesn't think like that i was i was just looking for the, the the birthday cake ice cream so, all right. So, if you're giving, if you're going out for ice cream ten times, and isn't there a salt and straw right next to Carl? Right, that's the yeah, one that I always think of. Carl, Culver City. Yeah, she's got a close one too. Yeah. So, if you guys, if you go out to ice cream ten times, how many times are you gonna get cold stone? Probably zero. So you put it on the ban list too. That's interesting. It's not banned. It's just shadow banned. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's shadow. It's, You're it's, not seeing any of its Instagrams, but no. it's still it's still doing Instagram, and you still follow it. Yeah, they they did. They posted one too many predator pics, and the algorithm just left them in the dust. I don't know. It's like I said, if I'm gonna cheat, why why cheat with you know 
Uh, a sumo wrestler. I'm going to cheat oh, with a supermodel. Man. You were just really going at Cold Stone's neck right now. That's terrible. I don't mean to. Because it's not, I don't hate it. It's just, it, I feel like ice, ice cream, cream technology is, has progressed. It's left, it's left Cold Stone behind. Nah, I, all right. So my pushback is I think, I think Salt and Strawn after, and Jenny's even, has better ice cream. But the way they incorporate the, the, the condiments, the toppings, and all the variety makes it its own thing. It, make, it separates it from even friendlies, separates it from salt and straw, and, and, and Ben and Jerry's. And I'm willing to concede that Cold Stone's not as good as any of those. But every now and then, I want, some, I want a little bit of ice cream and a whole bunch of cake batter, like frozen cake batter. And fucking Cold Stone delivered that for me last night. And I was, <laughs> I would suck five Cold Stone dicks based off my last experience. I was very happy. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Out. It bums me out because I should be more bummed out at how much ice cream I actually eat because it's a lot. I eat a lot of fucking ice cream, but I very rarely get Cold Stone because the guy who's free base and ice cream with my, my, my ice cream junkie, my brother Bill has put fucking cold stone on the ban list. Why don't you and Cheech just team up and leave him behind? Yeah. Well, why yeah. do you need Bill's permission to eat cold stone? Well, Cheech is indifferent. Bill, Bill has, Bill has like the DoorDash app. So he gets like all the specials, you know what I mean? Uh, he has like some sort of DoorDash, like monthly thing. So he gets a special. So he usually does like the delivery for for eating delivery as a family. But last night, so he's the gatekeeper. Last night, this homo was with his girlfriend. So me and Cheech were hung, hanging out, boys' night out. We got cold stone because <laughs> Cheech doesn't care. Hey, he he for the most part feels like I feel, where it's just like afters is definitely better. But like, there's a fucking time and place for cold stone. Absolutely, absolutely. And it was after a bunch of drinks. Just like you know what, you know, it make me even feel worse about my diet. Let's just go over the top. Let's just let's fucking free base this coke. <laughs> so got some had some real fat guy drugs last night. Uh, pretty good though. If I fuck a cold stone, so I just want to. I'm happy we had this conversation. I wanted to get your guys' feelings on cold stone and try to revitalize it because it feels like it's been getting dragged lately, and I don't really get it. I don't. I mean, I feel like you do. You just have a spot in your heart for Cold Stone. Because like you said, you know it's not as good as the other ones. Like the ice cream isn't, but the, 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 the incorporation of toppings is so fucking elite. Like they'll pretty much crush up an entire <laughs> like snicker bar. And they'll do it in front of you. And now granted, I don't go there. I get a takeout, but I know it's happening. Like I know like if I got the Reese's PCs, whatever they have, they have a whole bunch of options. They're putting in full fucking Reese cups or whatever and crushing them in there. Oh, I like how you guys do that. Can you can you crush my shoe up and put that in there? <laughs> They're fucking Hulk smashing some goddamn candy toppings and ice cream and you're out here just like, oh yeah, everyday shit for me. No big deal. No biggie. We have cold stone everywhere in New Jersey. Jesus Christ. Yeah, they're fucking everywhere, everywhere. There's there's a lot of people listening that don't have fucking cold stone near them. And they're probably annoyed right now by your your dismissiveness. 
You think we have fucking listeners in lost tribes near the Amazon that are getting this and are like, Cold Stone? What is that? There's no way. We have like a few Puminati in Idaho or Wyoming or some shit. There's no way there's a Cold Stone in Idaho or Wyoming. The entire Actually, state. Shuddy. Maybe. Hold on. Let me see if I can do this. Just check your, maybe check in- your messages. Check your messages. That's all I'm going to say. Chayan? Check your messages. Cheyenne, is that how you say the Wyoming Check combat? your messages. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> There's even like a cold stone marker like in the middle of the we ocean. Have, hold on. We got a few. <laughs> That's, is that Puerto Rico? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's like an Sweet. oil rig in the Gulf of Mexico that has a cold stone in it. Okay. All right. We have a whole bunch of listeners in West Texas, and it doesn't look like there's any cold stone in West Texas, if you zoom in. <laughs> so, Twisted Texan doesn't know what we're talking about right now, and I'm here to educate him. Oh, look at Tennessee. It looks pretty blank. looks pretty yeah. blank. Missouri, West. nothing. Deep voice Mike, he's from Missouri. Now, I- if you zoom in there, if I zoom in, more po- things pop up, Jeff. Not if I zoom in, it doesn't work like that for me. There might the be the only place it, that it doesn't show them is West Texas. Uh, there's El Paso, there's a couple, but between round between San Antonio slash Austin and El Paso, there's nothing. Okay, but have you guys ever heard of McDonald's? Can you <laughs> dig a little? Can you dig a little deeper and 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 figure out the organizational growth and how fast it's been? Because I swear to God. There was like four of them when I was like 18. Well, I kind of thought, because I remember when like my buddies in Jersey were talking about it, like, oh, we got to go check out this fucking ice cream place. I thought it was new. So I try, I, I looked it up and Cold Stone was founded in 1988 in Arizona. Wait a second. Okay. What? What? It was founded by Donald Sutherland? Whoa. Is somebody fucking with the Coldstone Wikipedia? Oh, I mean, just just basic Google. Figure maybe that's Oh my goodness. Areas served United States, Brazil, Cambodia, Cameroon, China, Chile, Democratic Republic what? of Congo. What the fuck? It's in Africa? Djibouti. Djibouti, Egypt, Ethiopia, Guam, India. There's one in fucking Iraq, Jeff. Holy shit. Donald Sutherland, what an entrepreneur. Huh? <laughs> uh, Guys, we could, uh, the initial franchise fee for one is only twelve to $27,000. Man. Let's like, put one in that area of West Texas where there isn't one. <laughs> uh, fuck yeah, dude. I'll be the fucking store manager. I'll move to West Texas. Man, I gotta look. Like, fucking Donald Sutherland, like, he gave us Kiefer Sutherland and Coldstone? Wait, seriously. What? A that's a strong, that's a strong Canadian resume right there. I Man. can't, I almost can't believe that. So you yeah, I'm take trying to figure out if that was a joke. You talked about Coldstone? No. Are you gonna support, financially support the Sutherlands? I have. I watched. I watched Invasion of the Body Snatchers for the first time ever this past week. Great flick. Mm. Donald Sutherland kills it. Um, 
All those Donald Trump affidavit talks get me interested in rewatching 24. I think it's just a coincidence that his name was Donald Sutherland. No, it's the same guy. Because it was started by married couple Donald and Susan Sutherland. And I don't see him married to a Susan. Okay. The only reason I flipped out is because... It was like a clickable link when it said founders Donald Sutherland and I clicked yeah, it no, and his I, picture popped up. But now I'm seeing some like withered old fart. Oh wait, this is a guy that invented cold sore medicine. What is going on? <laughs> what? Does anybody else smell toast? Hey, oh, Christ, no. Kevin. Wait, did does Donald Sutherland own Coldstone? I'm going to go to the Coldstone menu. Here I found a okay. picture of him. Yeah, I think I did too. I don't think it's I don't think it's him. Damn it. No. Man, there was a brief moment in time just now where life was awesome. It's oh, well. just some other Donald Sutherland. Man, the cool Don- Donald Sutherland should sue that guy. Dude, they have this thing called a fucking Oreo cookie gold mine. It's Oreo cream ice cream, Oreo cookies, golden Oreo cookies and caramel, and it is fucking goddamn epic they just this is their own proprietary formulas like they come up with this shit in house they're called recipes recipes thank you sorry i knew i knew i fucked that up but i got the i pronounced the first word right didn't i yeah guys they're gonna bury the lead i nailed that fucking word and you're just gonna go ahead and shit on me can you do it again proprietary guys coldstone makes their own recipes (laughs) <laughs> god i'm gonna burn you so fucking bad before the end of this podcast you son of a bitch i don't know how i'm gonna get you but i'm gonna get you <laughs> did you guys watch anything since the last time we uh convened well as i said i've been reading and i was started reading my wu-tang book from the streets of shaolin and i had just read past a part where it uh had mentioned that they grew up in the same neighborhood as small children as Iron Mike Tyson. And I turned on Hulu and the first two episodes of the Mike Tyson biopics series oh, right up your were on Hulu. Oh, 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 did you watch them? Oh, I did. Oh, they were excellent. I really what? liked them. Up yours, dude. No interest in watching this, but I, I can imagine it's actually pretty good. And Mike Tyson was pissed off about it. Was oh, he? Right up your ass. I think he said maybe. Maybe I'm thinking about something else. But I thought he said he was like mad that Hulu stole his idea. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> yeah. Wait, me, me, my, my life story with my idea. <laughs> yeah. <It's> like, ah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think that's how it works. I don't think. I don't think you have IP over your entire story. <laughs> like I don't understand how Iron Mike hasn't gotten a reality show where they just film him fucking eating pounds of mushrooms, doing massive dabs, and smoking toad venom. Like that dude is out like, there with the psychedelics. Yeah, but I feel like there's a lot of just him on the couch not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, maybe <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. like he's probably not like going oh, guys, out I'm and so about and, like, interacting with people. That's because that's not a good uh, idea. 
as much as I love Mike Tyson, him on mushrooms, like just mingling with strangers, handle, handling being Mike Tyson in public on mushrooms, sounds like a terrible, terrible mix. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Mike Tyson episodes? is against it, actually. Oh, he's going to beat you up, Shuddy. Uh, but John Boyega is really good in it. Wait, is he playing? He's not playing Mike Tyson, right? Yes. Yes. Whoa. What? The, or the kid from Star Wars? Yeah. Yes. He got that brolic? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. He is fucking ripped. That is crazy. I had no idea that's who was playing him. I have he, to like look it up again. It was very compelling, and it's it. Uh, I really enjoyed it, and like I said, John Boyega crushed it. It's a little hard. They do some flashbacks of him as uh, at thirteen, and it's just John Boyega shredded. That's a little hard. Really, they didn't believe. cast somebody else's like little kid, Mike Tyson. Yeah, they should have, but they didn't. That's it, it's just Whoa. him, like like Dorf does golf, like it's John Boyega with his sneakers on his knees. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, I don't know how much the story talks about. I think it probably it would sound like it talks about a lot, but like Customato, who's like first trainer and like pretty much adopted father. Like the first him- two episodes are about the first episode gets to Cuz starting to train him, and then the second episode ends with him winning the championship for the first, you know, that the, so it covers all of that in the first two episodes. And Harvey Keitel plays cuz. Oh, wow. See, I always just like in passing heard people mention custom auto, like my whole life. And only until recently I learned that they weren't talking about like an auto body shop. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think I learned that on the Ella show. I always like it never registered with me. It was always just background noise. So I thought people were talking about a place called Custom Auto. Like you yeah. go get your bumper fixed or something. That makes sense. I've, I thought for like 20, 25 years it was Gus. But it's it's Cus. What C U S? Yeah. C U S. C U S Custom Auto. Well, I think I was but, fifteen when I learned that the lead singer of Rush is a dude. I guess we're all kind of stupid, huh? Well, yeah, that's kind of what makes this show go. Um, but uh, yeah, custom auto. I forget what age he like picked up Mike Tyson, but like Mike At Tyson 13. was like, yeah, Mike Tyson was a man child. So like, yeah, it might his look first weird. fight was when he was fourteen years old against an adult. Yeah, like it <laughs> might look weird, but like Mike Tyson was a monster at thirteen. Like he was a fucking man child, and like custom auto, like train him for like an hour a couple hours and like oh this will be he's gonna be the future heavyweight champion in the world i knew it immediately and like he's a long time boxing trainer really respected and like when he went around and told people people were like oh shit and like like it's not uh, it wasn't like custom auto to just throw around that kind of fucking praise and like exaggerate it was just like oh you really got like something that special you think so like yeah, probably it does. It does look weird, but like Mike Tyson looked like a fucking adult at like 13, 14 years old. Like he was. Like yeah, I guess yeah, he's beating up grown men. 
do the fucking Jesus. animal. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't know that was John Boyega. That's crazy. And Harvey Keitel's cost. So, so how many episodes are, are, are in the, the first is they're do, it's one of their weekly release bullshit things. So only the first two episodes came out, but they're 25 minutes long. Okay. Then I might just like wait for the whole season and come through and then like, but it was really it. enjoyable. Oh shit! I'm into that. I wish more shows would take a cue, <clears throat> do 25 minute episodes. It's exhausting trying to keep up with all this fucking hour long shit. Beavis and Butthead's been nice and brief. <laughs> yeah. Have you watched the latest Beavis and Butthead? No, I'm oh, a couple I'm, behind. I'm current. With nice Butthead. Nice Butthead and an old Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, 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 yeah. That shit was awesome. I watched that last night. Waiting for my cold stone to show up. I watched, what a wonderful uh, night. I watched a new movie on Prime. There's a new Sylvester Stallone movie out. You watched Samaritan? I did. A, is that what it was called, right? Yeah. I w- was uh, intrigued, but that doesn't sound promising. It was He's just... He's a legend. Be, be gentle. I am. Look, I, I watched a couple... Stallone movies this past week. Like we're doing we're doing an Ellis show review of Cobra. So I watched Cobra again. That movie fucking rules. But Samaritan, like I'll give him credit. Stallone at seventy six could fuck up most people. And it's it's weird because like I would say a decade or two ago. There you would have been able to take him? There's No, there's like no 76-year-old on the planet that like could whoop a young person's ass. But like, he's getting dangerously close to 80, and he's still just a monster, which is impressive. And he can still do action movies at 76, and it's not, it's not a far-fetch. It's still believable that he would whip the fucking shit out of any just random jerk-off that walks by him on the street and tries to start trouble. But, like, I don't know. The movie, the, the whole plot of it is, it's in this, in this world, there were these two brothers that were born super-powered. And as they grew up, one became evil, one became good. One was always fighting crime. The other one was always trying to, like, take the city over. And they clashed one day, and they both died in a fucking power plant or some shit. And then there are some people, including the little kid who's, like, the main character of the movie other than Sly, and Martin Starr, who are like, I think Samaritan is still alive. And it's a weird name for a superhero to be Samaritan, just off the top of my head, picking this movie apart. And the evil brother was called Nemesis. Kind of on the nose. But it takes so long to get going. Like, Stallone is just in hiding and just wants to be an average Joe. And he works as a trash man. And he just, like, picks shit out of the dumpsters. Like, before they dump it in the truck, he's like, Hey, there's a good clock in here. I'm going to take this clock. It's like, I I never, I'll I'll never get that. When they do movies or shows about people with superpowers and they just want to be a regular person. Like, I hate it. It drives me fucking nuts. It's like such a waste. And you have to wait so long before he finally unleashes 
you know, the the superhero within and and fucks people up. And when he does, I'm not gonna lie, the last twenty minutes of the movie are pretty badass. But you have to sit through seventy minutes of him being like, hey, I don't want to use my powers. I don't want to use my powers. And there's a twist that's kind of like, yeah, kind of figured. And the bad guy is uh, Euron, Euron Greyjoy from Game of Thrones. And he, he's he was a, an awesome bad guy in Game of Thrones. He's a good bad guy in this. He's got good bad guy energy. Good, good villain vibes. Yeah. But I don't know. The whole thing was just... It was a little weak. A little underwhelming. Not, not one of Sly's best, uh, best turns. Best, best productions. What the hell noise was that? No, I don't want to do fucking updates. Leave me alone, computer. Yeah, I gave... I was leaning towards giving Samaritan two dicks, but the last 20 minutes had some pretty cool action. So I bumped it up to two and a half dicks. Like, there's a point... It's also got, like, tons of 80s quality cheesy one-liners that I appreciated. I'm sure modding, modern viewing audiences, like people younger than us, would be like, that is the stupidest line ever. But from growing up on 80s action movies, I kind of like it when they, when they bleed into modern things. Like, he literally takes a grenade, shoves it in a guy's stomach, and then walks away all slow and goes, have a blast before it explodes. That is pretty good. You were watching this in quarantine, right? So yeah. you, we don't have Carl's opinion? No, she would have hated it. She doesn't like Stallone. Whoa, that's a red flag. She liked Demolition Man, though. What's her beef with Stallone? Has she ever seen Rocky? I don't know. She doesn't like. She doesn't like Jack Muscles. Like people that are that big, gross her out. Samaritan okay. was also PG thirteen. It would have been way fucking cooler if it was R. Like, I got to hear Carl's opinion on Rocky. I don't know if you want to. Yeah, I don't think you do. I, I just can't imagine anyone not liking that movie. She would have. She has to like it. It's fucking awesome. Like it's one of the. That's like one of the. I would almost take that to any movie dick draft or any movie dick poll <sighs> against anything. That's how strongly I feel about Rocky. Rocky or Terminator Two. I wouldn't take that matchup. I, 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 to me, it's a toss-up. But like, I think Terminator Two would win pretty convincingly. Yeah, that's like too. the one that it's like, all right, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try to lose that one. But like anything what about else, Armageddon. Yeah. I mean, not how I feel, but I feel like the, uh, most people would prefer Rocky. I think. I agree, but I was just curious about you. I mean, Armageddon's clearly the better movie. <laughs> it's, it's the fucking, it's the peak of movie making, filmmaking. I'm just saying. Sp- speaking of which, has I, I, either one of you guys purchased Top Gun Maverick yet? Nope. I'm gonna get I the. Really I want to... the physical copy. You can't buy the. Fair enough. I wonder if you can. You probably can buy like the four. K or the highest like definition right through streaming. Yeah, but, but they're you- a lot of studios are doing that now. They're 
they're pushing yeah. for like rentals or even like free streaming. Like, because I'm pretty sure Top Gun Mavericks on is it on Paramount Plus? I thought it was on Prime. It was available on Prime to to, to pay, pay for, for it or for free. Or, no, to buy. Oh, okay. Yeah, because there a lot of movies, I've, uh, like recent blockbusters, have been doing that. Like they'll they'll be like, oh, cool. The um, if you guys want to watch it on digital VOD, it's out now. And then the the Blu-ray 4K release, like the physical, is like two months later. They're November really trying 1st to bury that. Is the Top Gun Maverick because they don't want to pay to make physical media when they can just get it out there and get your money immediately and not have to put out any. Any yeah, I additional also, funds on their part. I like the strategy mm-hmm. of like putting it in stores around holiday time where people walk by and look at it and they're like, okay, they're just going to put it in their bin. Right? There's just more likely that happens when someone's out shopping for a bunch of shit already. You know what I mean? I mean, either way, if they just put it on the shelf, it would crush because it's crushed this whole year effectively, right? Like, I didn't Top Gun. Let me try to say this right, but didn't like Top Gun have like the best summer of like any blockbuster because like nothing came out and challenged it. Like I think it was number one for like two straight months. And my brother was making this point: like, when does that ever happen in the summer? Like, there's Not always like recently. a blockbuster, a blockbuster that follows something up. Like even like, what was the best Avengers one? The, the final one, end game, right? Like something came out a month afterwards that like beat it, I think, right? Whereas like Top Gun was number one in the fucking box office in the summer for pretty much the whole summer and nothing fucking fucked with it. I mean, I know I saw that it was Tom Cruise's like biggest box office hit ever. Yeah. Um, but then when I saw the numbers, it, it did seem low to me. I'm like, wow, really? That like, I thought Top Gun Maverick made more, and then I was like, I thought the fucking Mission Impossible movies also made more than that. But like, what do you? What's low? Like 1.5 billion or two billion, something like that. I don't know. I just remember hearing yeah, it enough. when they were talking about it. Oh, you know what? Never mind. I think they were saying it was his biggest opening weekend. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I but don't this know. one like stuck up top. Like, what, what? The other thing is like, what was the big summer movies? Doctor like, Strange it was a it was a pretty dead summer, right? Okay, fair enough. I don't know how well that did in the box office, but like, I don't know. So it makes sense to try to get it around the holidays, the the physical copy. But Batman, um, the Batman. Well, that that can't that came out in March though, right? Like that was pretty much done for by time by time Top Gun came out. Yes. Mm. Like there's been nothing competing with Top Gun in, in the summer. It's almost like every movie studio is like, yeah, let's just give we'll give TC twenty 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 two. Like he gets this one. All right, you guys want to do some uh, chip away at good old fucking voicemails? Yay! Yeah. Mount to voicemail. Sure. Yeah. Fuck my review. Oh, my bad. No, let's do your review. <laughs> it's okay. It's real fast. I watched the John McAfee, uh, McAfee documentary on Netflix. Uh, it was all right. A lot of like original, like 
footage of effectively it picks up the documentary starts when John McAfee wants to start. Um, he has to dodge the Belizean police because he allegedly murders his neighbor. So he travels from Belize to Guatemala while Belize is the Belizean authorities are, are hunting him down. And so he like brings the camera crew, a couple vice journalists along with him while, um, um, while he's, um, while he's trying to evade the authorities. Are you okay? Did you smell toast? I'm you fucking bitches. I'm reading your guys' fucking texts and trying to do this goddamn podcast at the same time. You two goddamn homos. I don't know what's happening. I'm seeing messages and I'm I'm worried. Do we have to call the fucking paramedics? Are you guys all right? Are you guys all right? Yeah, great. Now I have to. I have to. Now everyone's got to come behind the curtain. I'm, you guys can't. I'm Ron Burgunder. <laughs> bitch. Uh, John McAfee, I'll give it a three and a half uh, documentary. I'm done talking about it. Let's you should watch it. the other John McAfee documentary that leads everything up to him going into hiding. It's probably much more interesting. I wanted to see more of the party. Yeah, didn't John he have McAfee, not the- hookers? It's called uh, Gringo, The Dangerous Life of John McAfee. Didn't he have chicks poop on him? I didn't, they didn't cover that in the documentary. Oh, how just the video, the video crew following him, and I think it was like part of his plan. Like, I think like he figured if he had a a, a, a film crew with him, no one would like murder him on film. Yep, because like he was really worried about getting killed. So uh, that's was part of the reason why I wanted to keep the 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 camera film or the film uh, crew with him. But I give it only a three and a half. Well, if it was the documentary where he eats poop, I can't tell if he eat eat ate poop, or if he did the um, the pooping on a glass thing. You know, get underneath a glass table and have hookers poop on it. And I know he said if Bitcoin wasn't like a million dollars per coin, he would chop his own dick off and eat it. I don't think that was him, dude. I, mm, I, I'm pretty good at remembering when people the say day. that they would chop their dick off and eat it. Sure, that's something that you, you usually locked in on. I'll give you that. But all right, John McAfee, chop off dick and eat it. In 2017, McAfee tweeted that if Bitcoin's price didn't hit 500,000 by 2020, quote, "I will eat my dick on national television." He upped the stakes by changing his dick-eating price to a million dollars. He repeated his promise many times on social media. And and then there's an article from 2020 saying, John McAfee no longer willing to eat his dick on TV. (laughs) Man. They really called his bluff, huh? If you can't trust John McAfee, who can you trust? And he's dead, right? Yeah, no, he died. Oh, allegedly. Hmm. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. Maybe he's somewhere in Guatemala eating his own dick. Maybe he got Gis- Gislaine Maxwell. He died in prison. 
with cancer. Yeah. Good old jizz lane. All right, you ready for some voicemails? Yeah, Yeah. let's do it. Dylan here, a.k.a. Big Country. You know, I was the seven-foot guy who called in about uh, uh, where would you put your second dick on any part of your body or how many dicks you fit in your mouth. Uh, The guy who also fought Ellis in New York City where Shreddy Boy was there. Been trying to think of a good would Jeff suck a dick question, and I've been drawing blanks since my last two questions I would consider pretty good. And of all people, my wife thought of a good idea. So, I have a would Jeff suck a dick. Would Jeff suck a dick or every time he ejaculated, he'd have a nice little Hershey squared chart out of his butt? You know, not like a full-blown poop, but enough to, like, stain the underwear and make you feel uncomfortable between the cheeks. All right? Can't wait to hear it. Keep the good shit up. Good night. So I suck a dick or I shart every time I ejaculate. Yeah, so if some nice young lady is sucking your penis, you're going to shart right when you finish. I pretty much got to, like, beg for Blumpkins only. Yeah. Man. Or just wear a diaper and cut a dick hole out of it. Oh, no, this isn't weird. You're weird. Yeah, I mean, my bachelor days would be over, but, you know, they're not doing that great anyway, so. Maybe I, you know. I really don't want to suck this dick for a reason, but I don't want to, like, leave this guy's wife hanging. I mean, she did a really good job with this one. This one is, it is a tough one to to pass up on because that's pretty lame. And and it's not even just like having sex. Like, like if I jerk off, I'm going to shit my bed. (laughs) It's just, it's a, it's a terrible life to live. Yeah. You're going to have to constantly jack off on the toilet. So truth be told, recording this on a Sunday, I'm feeling a little, I'm feeling nice today. I will suck that dick. Oh man. There you go. Big country. Yeah. You fucking scored. You come at me on a Sunday with a dick in a dangerous situation. You never know. All right. Let's do this one. Mad scientist party hour. What's up, my dudes? So I was feeling a couple of pangs of guilt about coming down on Jeff so hard a couple of weeks ago for being a giant pussy about what time he had to sit down on his ample ass and talk into a microphone with you guys. But then... I heard him recommend to Kevin that he finish watching Ozark. Big mistake. Big mistake. What a pile of shit that season was. <laughs> that was the most struggling, painful tooth pull I think I've ever been a part of in a television series. I think I would rather have all my teeth pulled by Steve Martin from Little Shop of Horrors while he sang to me and go through that again. Oh, oh my, my God, was that awful. He redeemed himself a little bit by saying, watch Better Call Saul first. Better Call Saul, fantastic. Ozark, ending in shit. So, I don't really have much else to add to this. And I'm not great at the timing on here, but I think I'll just list things that would be a better use of Kevin's time that he would find more enjoyable than finishing Ozark. First, you could jerk off with Steel Wool. That would be better. Then you could take your shredded, mangled cock and balls 
dip them in Bacardi 151, and light it on fire. Still much better than watching the end of Ozark. Then you can decide, my cock and balls are burning a little. I think I'm going to go put out this fire in the toilet. In the internet and then when you get there, realize please. you have to shit. Take a map. <laughs> no, I don't have anything to say. I was just, it's, he's just skewering Ozark, and I'm not even like that big of a defender. I just thought it was much better. Like, after the first two episodes of the back half of the final season, I was like, oh, no. And I I just felt like it landed the plane a little bit better. And, like, the acting was good enough to make up for the, the, the obvious plot holes. That's my that's my rebuttal. But, no, I mean, play, play, his, play this bitch-ass voicemail all the way through. <laughs> Whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll face this. Everyone's coming down on me today. I'm the fucking bad guy. Yeah. It's your turn in the barrel. Some shit. Stand up, turn around, pee on the poop, and blast it apart with your piss stream. Stare at the stew. Think about how soothing that would be on your still burning balls. Instead, decide you just want to end your life. And you stick your head in the toilet. But unfortunately, there's such a mound of turds under there that you can only get your head in as far as your eyeballs so that your nostrils are still sticking out in your mouth, allowing you to smell the aroma wafting up from the bowl. And then just sit there with your head partially in the bowl, huffing your own excrement, just thinking about how great it's going to be when you finally get to flush, and then drown yourself in cool, clean toilet water. That would be ten times as much fun as watching the final season of Ozark. Anyway, love to see you guys. Look forward to it every week. Keep up the good work. Well, with an endorsement like that. Thank you. How can Hold I not on. finish? Spin zone, Kevin. Aren't you kind of interested in watching something that bad? Like, you you, you like things that are, like, I don't know, you like shitty movies sometimes. You've talked about you talked about the entertainment value that, that something epically bad could be. I mean, the, the picture of this guy is Peyton. Very, very scary. I mean, if Ozark's final season was as bad as Tammy and the T-Rex or The Room, that would definitely pique my interest. This guy's saying it's worse. Interested? Mm. You're a completionist. All you need to watch, I think, is six more episodes, right? <sighs> you you watched Ugh. the whole first, se- uh, the first, what, four seasons? So wait, the final season's only six episodes? I'm not sure. I think I think I there's know. there's two six, two parts of the final season. Each got six episodes. You know what? I'm gonna level with you, Jeff. I'm probably not gonna watch it. I might just go I'm on IMDb level. and read what happens. Whatever, whatever. You just you make no effort in this friendship, and I gotta put up with this fucking homo bullshit. It's not like you fucking made it. What do you mean? You didn't create Ozark. What do you care? No, but it was something that we were talking about for a while, and they killed it the first couple seasons. Figured this whole completionist angle you've taken over recent months, maybe that would, I don't know. How about I just fucking completionist in your asshole? (laughs) Call it even. (laughs) All right, whatever, dude. I can't wait to watch you dip Oreos in the hot sauce, shove them up your ass, and (laughs) 
run around yeah. a high school in front of Carl. <laughs> He's uh, gonna do. He's gonna run around the track, Carl. Let's just here. You hold the camera. All right. Here's another one. Hey, Mad Scientist Power Hour. Jeff from San Pedro here. Um, I'm calling. Thanks. I was just listening to episode five six five, which came out yesterday. Uh, and you guys are talking nice. about especially <laughs> which Jeff, one are we uh, on? Uh, Steven Seagal movies. I think we're on like five seventy four or something. Okay. And how to rank them or whatever, but I agree, man. His like first five movies were fucking awesome. And then when On Belly Ground came out, I really did not like care for that movie. It was all like the message was like you got to save the world. But see, the thing where Steven Seagal fell off was the next movie he did after that. Because uh, I remember he did like fucking theater fucking movies. I went to go see Under Siege two in theater, and the theater was fucking packed and sold out. Where he fucked up was he did executive yeah. decisions. They build him as one of the stars of the movie. He gets killed in the first like eight minutes. So uh, that's where I think Steven Seagal Spoiler. kind of uh, fell off. And that was like around 96, 97. And ever since then, you know, I don't know what happened to the guy. He got really fat. That's all I know. And he's got a weird goatee now. It's like died and doesn't look real. It's like a caterpillar ran across his mouth and going in circles about a thousand miles per hour. Anyway, you guys. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Yeah, maybe well, it started. Maybe he his career started to tank when he became a traitor to America. Whoa! Stop it! It's diplomacy, Kevin. It looks weird sometimes. Fucking Christ! You have any respect for my idols? Jeff was on a roll early there. Uh, then that that voicemail took an unfortunate turn. The movie that he was referring to, I, I don't, I, I couldn't quite heard if he said it specifically. Did he say executive decision? Yeah. Five Dicker, fucking love that movie. Fucking love that movie. Kurt Russell's in it. Halle Berry, awesome. I'll say, as a kid, I went into it as a big Steven Seagal fan. Steven Seagal, I think, was on like the movie poster. He was his his name was definitely uh, one of the first names up there, and. Spoiler alert, he does die a little too soon in that movie, and that kind of fucked with me. But then after rewatching it, like, fucking 20 times, goddamn Five Dicker. And I just, I appreciate what little we have of Steven Seagal in that movie, and even more so appreciate all of what we get out of Kurt Russell. Oliver Platt's in it. He's a solid supporting actor. (laughs) Uh, I don't know the hijacker guy, but if you saw his face, you'd be like, yeah, that guy's cool, too. I think Executive Decision is an awesome movie, but not, not it's not really a Steven Seagal film, even though it was kind of billed as, as such. Man, I could talk about Steven Seagal. We should do like a spinoff Steven Seagal watch-along Patreon. Mm, no. After Queef after or No Queef. Mm. Or uh, after Crafter Jeff, excuse me. It says that John Leguizamo plays Captain Rat. Y'all, dude, go through that cast right now. Cast is underrated. All right, Kurt Russell, Steven Seagal, Holly Berry, John Leguizamo, Oliver Platt, Joe Morton. Uh, Joe Morton's a black guy. Yeah, is he is he playing Kathy? Is that his name in that? Cat Matheny, Campbell Matheny. I think they call him Kathy as like is his nickname. And then maybe I'm, maybe I'm misremembering. That guy's awesome. He plays uh he's. 
He's Tyson, right? In Terminator 2? Is Same that? Same guy? Yeah. That yeah. That guy's awesome, right? Yeah, he actually... Um, my cousin, like, makes music with him right now. Isn't that weird? Get him a fucking Zoom link. <laughs> I wonder if it would be like a booger thing where he doesn't even remember he was an executive decision. I'm like, what, dude? Wait a second. You're in a Kurt Russell movie? You're telling me you don't remember being Miles Dyson in Terminator 2? That's one, <laughs> that's one of my favorite moments in MSPH history was fucking saying how much I love one of uh, Curtis Armstrong's movies. And he tried playing me out. And it was... It was set up to be a Jeff Clark, like a typical Jeff Clark moment. I remember you guys clowning on me and me finding the movie. It's like, you motherfuckers. I knew it. I knew it. Wait, was that when I wasn't even like there because I had to run downstairs and find his assistant or some shit? No. I remember we, I we, missed I, something. Yeah, but the, I think it went, all, it went in the Easter egg, and I think the Puminati loved it. I don't, I don't know if that's what we talked about. I forget what we talked about. It's just me and him staring at each other while, while the babysitter went away to make conversation. <laughs> like, I'm not going to sit here. I mean, I gotta, I, this guy's got to warm up to me eventually. <laughs> Here's my chance. <laughs> all right, let's do... Whew. Man, I'm struggling. I don't know what's going yeah, on, but like the room's spinning. I'm all dizzy. I can't catch my breath. It has nothing to do with COVID, though, so that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Fingers you don't crossed. have that anymore. All right. Let's see what this this human wants to say. Mad Scientist Party Hour. This is Brian from Houston, and let's get one thing absolutely clear. I, too, am interested in hot dogs from other nations. I just wanted to call and uh, share a little story with you, gentlemen. Uh, Back me up. I had COVID nineteen this past month, right there at the, uh, right there around Memorial Day, and maybe he was uh, at a municipal waste concert too. Of it, the worst part of the symptoms, I was actually able to get some pretty fucking good sleep, and I was sleeping uh, in a dreamlike state, and in the dream, I could feel myself needing to fart. Well, also in the dream, I went on ahead and trusted it because, you know, maybe I'm just more trusting when I'm in a dream-like state. Anyway, uh, as I trusted the fart in my dream, uh, I pushed and immediately felt a uh, wet fart. I mean, I don't, I don't think it was a fart. I think I shit myself. Um, Sounds like it. At least that's what I was thinking at the time. I woke up and I was thinking, oh, no, I think I shit myself. So I went into the bathroom. It's pitch black. Um, I was trying not to wake up my wife. I went into the bathroom uh, and I looked because I was going to, you know, you know how it is. If it doesn't touch your underwear, you didn't shit yourself. Oh, it touched my underwear. It went through my underwear. And um, as embarrassed as I was, I cleaned up. I went back into the bedroom and I just took the the luminance of my uh, phone screen and just kind of waved it over the bed. And not only did it go through my underwear, it went all over the uh, the top sheet as well. Oh! So I then had to wake my wife up and um, fess up to her that I had shit the bed. <laughs> and she's such a gracious and caring and warm woman. 
<clears throat> that um, she didn't make fun of me about it until the next day. I love you guys. Keep kicking ass. We'll see you soon. Oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, you got like uh, COVID-19 as like an alibi or as like a blame for that. So that's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. You, got, um, you have somewhat of an excuse. The last time I pissed my bed was a little too old. I think I was like nine. Right? But I was dreaming that I was pissing on the White House lawn. And I just like let it go happily. And like didn't like wake up until like I felt it on my legs, right? So that's the last time I peed the bed. I can I can I I've never shit the bed. So that's the only way I can relate to you, Brian in Houston. I, I did my last my last bowel bedtime bowel movement was because of a dream. Every time I, I piss, it smells terrible. Yeah, I had the I same thing, but asparagus because of that. I was a little older. I was thirteen, and we stayed at my great grandma's house, and they ran out of bed. So of course, I had to sleep on the couch, and it was the same thing. I had a dream that one of my buddies was like peeing on a waterfall. And he was like, come piss on this waterfall. It's fun. And I was like, okay. So I started pissing. And I, I pissed in real life. And I woke up and I like full pissed my great grandma's sofa. But it dried yeah. up and then nobody knew. And I just let it sit there all pissy. No, you didn't. I did. You're terrible. God well, I was 13. I didn't want to narc myself out. The evidence dried up. I was like, fuck, I'm in the clear. I guess. Well, I mean, how how much piss was there, though? I think it was a full piss. So did you wake up, like, right after? Or did you sleep through it and then wake up and it was a little damp and then a little time went by and it just dried up and you're like, fuck it, I'm good here? I think like, I woke did up. did you, like, <laughs> you slept on the floor or you slept in your own piss? I don't remember. <laughs> You gross little fucker. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, I, I feel like I, I pretty much woke up while I was pissing and like was really mad at myself, right? Like, no, no. Because <laughs> like I just, I, I didn't think there was me getting away. I didn't think like me getting away with it was an option. It also was my bed. So it was like, yeah, mom, I need to sheet <laughs> Mom, get help me out here. I, I wasn't good at laundry when I was nine. True Cartman. Mom, get in here. I pissed my bed. Well, you know, I don't know when you started doing your laundry, but I wasn't ready at nine. So it was no, like, me neither. I need you to throw an extra uh, special load in, Mom. Uh, Mom, uh, Cheech spilled a cup of piss on my bed. <laughs> uh, nah, Cheech. So we're eight years apart. Cheech would probably still have been in diapers. I don't oh. know when they take them out of diapers, but <laughs> she should have been one or at most two. But yeah, he'd still be in diapers. All right. Well, I think we're going to call the show here. I don't know what's going on with me, but I'm fucked up. <laughs> and <laughs> You're going to go to fucking Cedar Sinai. I'm really struggling. We still got to do a Patreon show. So, um, hey, sign up for our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. I actually have a story that I can only tell behind the paywall. Because I need the oh. secrecy of the Puminati. 
And I know, I know the the Patreon homies won't fucking betray me, but I got, I got a story that's that's only suitable for behind the paywall. So I'm excited. Patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. Um, you can check us out on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. Trying to keep it SEO friendly. If you want to shoot us an email, Mad Scientist Party Hour at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeffrey Records. And at MSPH Podcast. Uh, Shuddy Boy, you got any dates that I can open up for you at? I mean, you can, you're welcome on any of the shows that I have coming up in the next few months. Sick. I'll be all over the great heartland of the nation. Fuck yeah. Or they just put up Cold Stones. Yeah. <laughs> Recent development. Check it out. Cold Stone and Shuddy Stand Up. Do you have any dates to promote, Kevin? Uh, yeah. But you're probably not going to be able to make it in time for one of them. I'm doing Stand Up with Dustin Ibarra August 29th which is probably too late at the N Bar in Torrance, 7.30. And then I think I'm going up at the Fox and Hounds in Studio City on Sunday? Sunday, April... Sunday, September 4th. Sorry, I'm new to this whole shit, guys. And then September 7th is a Wednesday. Opening up for Jason Ellis' first... Featuring gig at the Ontario Improv in Ontario, California. Get your tickets there. Check it out. <laughs> oh, fuck me. <coughs> it's not COVID. Uh, Give you some chicken noodle soup. It's not COVID. Fucking water went down the wrong pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, everybody. We will see you next time. But until next time, something. Hello, hello. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. All right. I yes. am getting levels on the recorder. Fantastic. Meow, 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 meow. Y'all bitches are stupid. Y'all bitches are stupid. Oh, God. I wonder if the eleven trillion dollar man's still alive. Eleven wet trillion. Seems like he's li- living life in the uh, the fast and loose lane, and I have not seen him in a while. Did you see him often before? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that was his most epic flip out that I had to get a recorder out for. Ugh. Uh. But sometimes he would just be like f- screaming outside the window, not saying funny things, like. Eleven wet trillion. But just yelling. Why don't you go fish your own asshole, Kevin? I was interested in that. <laughs> yeah, I heard that's your number number one Pornhub search: dudes fisting their own asshole. <laughs> Uh, I do. They have. I think they have that stuff on Pornhub, right? Butt fisting. Yeah, like dude butt fisting. Oh well, yeah. It's not like gay bars and regular bars, right? Like you can do gay stuff in Pornhub. Yeah.
I believe so. I mean, I guess you could do gay stuff in bars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might it's even be able like to like good old days where my where my fucking curb stomp before it either. You might be able to like fist your own ass for a little bit in a bar before they even catch on that you're doing it. Oh, jeez. You could just have like, oh man, that guy's ass is really itchy. Wait a second, where's his wrist? <laughs> I see bending backwards. Ooh, it's a dagger. Oh, God. Are you going to finally be a decent host and try to keep this to an hour and a half, or are you going to just <laughs> mail it in again like you do every week? Uh, I'm dragging ass, boys. I'm dragging ass. Same. I've not been sleeping well. Fucking getting COVID again was not the staycation you'd think it would be. <laughs> Are we going to talk about that in the main episode? Yeah, we can. Are you recording right now? Yeah. All right, cool. We're a mad scientist party hour. Ing. <laughs> MSPHing. Dude, I got two snack food takes for you guys. The winner of takeout food for the summer for the Clark clan has been Wingstop. Wingstop has just been firing on on all cylinders lately. Now, Wingstop, as delicious as it is, and I believe it is delicious, does not compare to upstate New York chicken wings, buffalo chicken wings, not saying that. But in lieu of, it's fucking awesome. It's fucking awesome. I like getting... Me and my brothers will will get like what do we get like thirty or thirty five wings, four different flavors, and they have just bomb ass flavors. They don't do the buffalo very well, but whatever. They try their best. They at least have mild, medium, and hot, which most California spots don't. They just have like this flavor called buffalo, and it's like a mild buffalo, and it usually tastes like shit, but. Wingstop has been firing. I've I've eaten it probably. Well, let's say like seven or eight times this month. No, six times this month. Probably like ten this summer. So it's one this summer here in the Clark House. Man. So they Second. they might they might have to list Wingstop as your early cause of death. <laughs> well, perhaps, but. It's easier to talk yourself into Wingstop not being that unhealthy because it's just chicken. Obviously, it's unhealthy. But it's like MVP Burger is another takeout spot that we hit. And those burgers are insane. And the fries are fucking crazy. But it is, it's got to be super unhealthy. Like every takeout option is very unhealthy. But for whatever reason, logically, or I don't know, I can just feel better about myself with Wingstop. So that's the winter of the summer. Also, I had this. Do you want to just like blow all this in the, in the Easter egg? Sure. Or do you want to start the actual episode? Unless you want to mail it in and do a two hour show. From Los Angeles, California, the mad scientist party hour.
Oh, shit. Hold on. We got to do that again. Uh-oh. Shuddy, he didn't give me vo- record permission. Oh, good. That that would have been my fault. No, nah, it would have been a tandem one. We both did it. Recording in progress. I didn't ask. You didn't give. I can't pick up on who is sarcastic if either one of you are sarcastic. <laughs> no, I wasn't being sarcastic. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> yeah, I'm off my game. So you're not autistic. There was no sarcasm to be had. From Los Angeles, California, the Mad Scientist Party Hour.